Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to the Hillhead Nativity Service. And as always, an extra special welcome to members of our family and friends joining us from other parts of the country and all around the world. Most of our service this morning will be led by the children of the Sunday School and Creche, but we'll also hear the voices of our minister, Katrina, Esan, and Emma. We'll be singing along with recordings of ourselves again, and we'll hear Paul on keyboard, as well as an original composition by Sarah. In a few minutes, Bonnie and her family will be lighting our candle, and we're all invited to light a candle of our own at the same time. We'll also be opening our third Advent envelope, so remember to have it close by. Then at 7pm this evening, we gather for our joint evening service on Zoom, when Christine Green will lead our reflections for the third Sunday in Advent. And just a wee reminder too, that our Advent reflections, a poem, a picture and a prayer, will continue from Monday to Friday this week at 9pm, using the same Zoom invitation as for the previous two weeks. But I'll send it out again on Monday, just in case some people are having trouble finding it now in their inboxes. And then just some pieces of family news. We were very sorry to hear the news, though not unexpected, that Tamara's grandmother died this week. Inga was an extraordinary woman. When she was freed from the Buchenwald concentration camp, she went on to study medicine and become a doctor and really was the most extraordinary person. I know that Tamara will miss her dreadfully uh, and she will be traveling to the funeral, I think, as we speak. So probably not able to join us today. If Tamara is able to join us, Tamara, we are thinking of you and of your mum and the rest of your family today. And then Lizzie got in contact to let us know that her mum, Meg, learned from doctors on Friday that her cancer, while still dormant, is much more aggressive than the family had realised. She's likely to have a stem cell transplant as early as next month. And unfortunately, this means that she will have to retire from ministry instead of returning to work as she'd hoped. Lizzie would be very grateful for our prayers for her mum and for peace for the family as they take in this unexpected news and gratitude for the doctors, nurses and medical researchers who've kept her mum alive and are saving other people's lives every day. And then we've had um, our missionary partner, Christine Kling's Christmas card on video this year. You'll find it on the church's Facebook page and also on the BMS website if you'd like to see it. Next Sunday at 11am is our annual service of lessons and carols. And just note, there will be no evening service next Sunday. And now it's over to Bonnie for the lighting of our candle. As we continue our Advent journey this year. We ask God to give us the courage to be joyful. The Thomas says, all who find safety in God will be glad. They can always sing for joy. Protect those who love you so that they may have your joy in their hearts. Psalm 5.11 Bye. Thank you for watching.
And so let's come to God now in prayer. Let's pray together. God of hope, love and joy. As our journey through Advent continues, we are glad to gather together today. We thank you for the energy and wonder of small children eager to celebrate and for the wisdom and experience that come with fullness of years. We thank you for familiar carols that hold precious memories and for new ways of telling the old, old story in a technological age. As we share together this morning, may we find our spirits lightened, our joy awakened, and our wonder renewed by the story that changed the course of human history. These things we pray, joyfully and hopefully, in the name of the baby of Bethlehem, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
So for those who have been with us for most of the year um, and received boxes at the beginning of Advent, today is our third envelope and you will have already noticed it's a different colour from the ones that have gone before it. It's pink rather than purple. Although I'm told I'm supposed to say it's rose because it's uh, apparently rose pink is the correct name for the pink we have. And we have a, a rose pink candle that we've that I've lit um, in our Advent wreath of sorts today. It's supposed to be the Sunday when we get a bit of a day off from being miserable and thinking how bad we are and how much we are in need of a saviour and get a bit of lightness and joy into our spirits. So inside you will hopefully find a pink card with a, a happy smiley face on it and it has a paraphrase of some words from the letters to the church at Philippi. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. So uh, hopefully um, this week you'll be able to have some fun with the little gifts in your bag. Um, it's a bit of more of a light theme this week, not light as in that kind of light, light as in a bit more smiley, a bit more happy, a bit more fun. But uh, Joy is not just about being happy. Joy is that sort of inner something that helps to sustain us even when life is a bit tricky and a bit difficult. And I'll tell you something, I'm rejoicing this morning. I'm very full of joy because we have a wonderful new composition to listen to that has been written and produced entirely by Sarah. This is the orchestra of Sarah, I think. Um, for, for us to enjoy today. So thank you so much, Sarah. I'm really looking forward to hearing the premiere of this new piece. to Sarah that was so nicely put together it really was amazing um, 
So before we play your 2020 nativity, I just wanted to share a few thoughts about what we've been doing in Sunday school for the past term and reflect on a few things while we're putting the nativity together this year. I have to say a big thank you to all of the parents and the young people for sending in their videos. They're really amazing. Beth for doing all the video editing, Freya for all her input to the service today. And there's also a very big thank you to one special parent helper who you'll see in a minute. So we started off the term by looking at the animals in the Bible. You might see this theme reflected in our nativity service. November, we spent looking at the topics that were picked up during church. So it gave us a chance to look at wide variety of things, everything from remembrance through to prisons. And that was really exciting as Sunday school teachers. And this brings us up to Advent. So as anyone who has had anything to do with Sunday school can tell you, December traditionally involves allocating roles, learning lines, changing roles, relearning lines, that kind of thing. The result is that actually, for one of the most important stories in the Bible, the Christmas story, we never really get the time to discuss what it means, to do crafts and games on it, or to explore in depth. So the golden lining this year is that we have had that time. We have been able to look at the story, a bit of it each week. Every week we've had a few figures to colour in and cut out for a nativity scene with a template supplied by Katrina's friend, which is lovely. If anyone would like to do one between now and Christmas, I'm sure we can send one through by email. So week one, we had an angel, we had a cow, we had a donkey, which took us up to the stable. Week two, we had the shepherds. And week three, which is this week, we have the wise men and their lovely camel. And next week, I apologize if there's any spoilers here, but we have Mary, Joseph and Jesus. So each week we've learned about these characters, these stories and what they might have felt along the way. Um, so it's been really lovely doing that and at the end we should have a nice complete nativity scene. And so to our nativity. You might ask why we have done a nativity this year. We could have done a Zoom carol service instead quite easily but to be honest the thought never really crossed our minds. Obviously, it's lovely to see our young people learning about the Christmas story, and it allows us to see the excitement of Christmas in their eyes. It really means Christmas is here when the nativity is on, which is why I've got my Christmas jumper on for the first time this year. I can see Bonnie's got her Christmas jumper on as well. It's lovely. It's very cool, Rudolph. And that joy, I think, is even more important this year. I know for many of us, it's not been a very joyful time. And at very least, I think it's fair to say people are feeling a bit tired and fed up, including my cat. That's my cat because I'm sitting on his chair. It's quite hard to watch a nativity scene without even a little bubble of joy, even if it's not going to be the Christmas we would have liked. 
I know that every time I got sent through a video for this nativity, it really made me smile. I know that it made Beth smile when she was putting it together. So hopefully we'll bring a little bit of that to you today. But for me, a nativity is also about collective memory making as a church, building us as a community and experiencing that joy together. It's the only service all year where everything can go wrong and everyone still loves it. And in fact, people probably enjoy it a bit more when there are unexpected moments where things aren't perfect. A nativity that goes exactly as planned where nobody fluffs their lines or gets their cues wrong, that's not gonna be the one that sticks in the mind. And I know for myself, a lot of my memories of being in church as a child and as an adult stem from nativities. And it's the ones where these unexpected moments happen that bring most joy in remembering them. Even in the past few years, who can forget Mary being accompanied by a shepherd to Bethlehem? The king whose crown was a necklace because it was so big. And of course, Carl's rendition of the Australian angel. These are just a few of the countless memories of uniquely hillhead nativities. With that said, this year is a bit more unexpected than most from the outset being on Zoom. The young people have done an amazing job in acting this out with the added bonus that they can do multiple takes and don't need to memorize lines. And if something catastrophic happens with Zoom or things aren't quite as smooth as they usually are, we'll just call it another unexpected nativity moment. So hopefully nothing does go wrong and everyone enjoys it. And I'm sure that in a few years time, after the nativity in church, when we're all having coffee and mince pies together, we can look back and remember the year that the nativity was done on Zoom. So we start our nativity by singing, God, yet, God rest ye merry. Feel free to sing whatever version you'd like. That's the joy of being on mute. And there's no introduction to this music. So just jump right in with the first line and we'll hopefully all end at the right time. Start of our story. Everyone mm -hmm. loves a good story, 
even us animals. And this is the most amazing thing that has ever happened to us. It all started when I was a young kitten. My owner, Mary, was a very nice and looked after me. One day, I was asleep in the kitchen while she was cooking. Then, an angel came and told her that she was going to have a baby. And this baby would be the son of God. I wasn't sure that I liked babies because they took all the attention away from me. But this baby sounded special. Mary was really scared. But after the angel explained it all, she seemed really happy. Meow. My owner is Joseph and I'm going to be telling the next part of the story. One day, Joseph came home very confused because Mary had told him she was having a baby, going to have a baby. And it was this going to be the son of God. He didn't know what to believe, but when he was telling me this story, an angel appeared and told him not to worry. Joseph was very happy and ran straight out to tell Mary that day we didn't even get to go on a walk. It is now that our story gets complicated. You see, the Roman Emperor had ordered a census, which meant everybody had to return to where they were born to be counted. Joseph and Mary were very worried. It was such a long way to Bethlehem and Mary was about to have the baby. This is my big moment. I told them it was near bother. I took Mary on my back the whole way. It was very difficult, but in the end, but I am glad I could play my part.
will. I am so glad the donkey had moved. Now it's my turn. I live in a stable in Bethlehem. One night, coming down the street, I saw a young couple knocking on the doors, looking for a place to sleep. They tried every door, but it, but it was so busy, they had no room. When they got to my owner's door, he said that they could sleep on my shed. Usually I don't like people coming in here, but she was about to have a baby, so I didn't mind helping it. It wasn't very tidy, though I wish I had them come in later. She had the baby and wrapped him in some clothes. I even let her put him in my manger as a bed.
Suddenly there was a bright light in the sky. God had sent angels to talk to the shepherds. They said they had good news and we shouldn't be afraid. I was still scared though said the baby who was the son of God had been born and was in a steel in Bethlehem. They were very excited and ran into the town to find him. We sheep were pretty excited too, so we ran them to see what all the first was about. We live with the cow you spoke to earlier. So we were there to see the whole thing. Soon after the shepherds found us, three wise men appeared as well. They said they came from the east and had followed a really bright star which led them to the stable. They knew it would show them the new king. They were a bit late because they had seen King Herod on the way. He had told them to tell him all about it on their way back. But Herod didn't sound that nice to me. I think an angel came and told them later not to go and see him and go home a different way. The wise men brought gold, frankincense and myrrh as gifts for the new king. Mary said he was called Jesus. We all knew this was a very special baby and the son of God.
Well, what can I say? That's truly amazing. From chickens to cats and dogs and sheep and goats and pigs and people of all ages just having a wonderful time retelling that great story. So thank you so much. Um, I don't want to repeat the names because I will risk missing somebody, but can we just show our appreciation to those who have led us so wonderfully this morning? Thank you so much. My task now is to lead us in prayer, and that feels like a bit of an odd thing to do uh, when we've just had such fun to go into quite a serious moment. But actually, I suspect the two do really fit together. The reason that Jesus came was to show us how much God loves us and to encourage us to build up our relationship with God. And he showed people how to talk to God, how to pray. So these prayers are quite grown up in style, um, but hopefully we will all be able to bring our thoughts and our prayers to God. So let's pray together. Loving God, we've heard again the wonderful story of how in love for all creation, you entered our world as a tiny baby, vulnerable, and dependent on those to whom his care was entrusted. And because of this amazing reality, we can bring you our prayers, knowing that you understand the hopes and fears, the needs and desires of all humankind. And we bring our prayers with the focuses as we do each week, beginning today with our own church community, and praying with grateful hearts for those who act as our charity trustees, overseeing the day-to-day -day governance and administration, helping to ensure that the activities we undertake are consistent with our aims and our values. In this strange year, it has been a real joy to be joined by new friends and visitors, as well as familiar faces. We rejoice in this diversity and find our worship is enriched as we all share together. We ask that every person who joins us would know that they are held in your love. And today, especially, we lift to you, Edith and Tom, Bethany, Emma and Drew, Jane, Wendy, Steve, Neil, Anita and Bonnie, Dr. Beth, Mary, Janet and Roger, Joyce, Morag. We also pray especially for those who have been recently bereaved, asking that you would comfort them, remembering especially today, tomorrow. And we pray for Lizzie and Petrie and for Lizzie's mother as she awaits the medical treatment. We look a little further and pray for the Baptist congregations in Thurso, Tyree, Tillicutri and Uddingston. Reflecting the whole range of diversity of this nation of Scotland, we pray for them as they seek to be witnesses to the light that is Jesus and to be a joyful servant amongst those among whom they live and work. 
And God, your love is unbounded by geography. So we pray for the work of BMS in Bangladesh, who are seeking to encourage and empower indigenous Bangladeshi people in teaching and training and evangelism. Help them to shine like the stars with which they decorate their homes for Christmas. God of all creation, who loves every single part of it with a never-ending love, we extend our thoughts beyond the limits of our Baptist and even Christian traditions, recognising that the world is more beautiful and more broken than we can ever know or understand. You call us to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. And that tension is so evident when we watch or read news, when we go into the city centre or town centre, when we make choices about what to buy or which charities we will support. And so in just a few moments of quiet, we allow our hearts and minds to show us the people and places for whom we should pray as individuals and offer them now to God. Joyful God, who longs to see the flourishing of all creation, please accept our prayers and show each of us those small things that we may do to enable our prayers to be answered. For we offer our prayers and ourselves in the name of Christ. Amen.
May the God of joy bless us with joyfulness, wonder and delight. May the God of hope bless us with vision, wisdom and determination. May the God of love bless us with compassion, gentleness and affirmation, now and always. Amen. <laughs>